beautiful humans. I'm Megan. And I'm Emma. Welcome to episode two of Beauty Theory Podcast. Today we'll be discussing things we wish we knew when we graduated cosmetology school, which I think is a really cool topic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely some things that I really wish I had have known Mm -hmm. when starting working. You know, I knew all the protocols and all the sanitation and stuff, but a lot of the um, kind of business side, um, being an employee as an esthetician, that yeah. stuff I, I kind of felt a little bit lost on. Yeah. And a big thing that I hear from a lot of people, we were just talking about it, is uh, getting taken advantage of. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I remember my first job, I definitely f- felt that I was probably taken advantage yeah, of. First. And not even just my first job, there was a few jobs. Yeah, same, same. But before, before, before we get into our topic, uh, there's a couple things we wanted to uh, talk about before we dive in. Firstly, we recorded last Monday our first episode. Yeah. I know, which was really exciting. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And um, we talked about the whole COVID-19 dumpster fire. And <laughs> the very next day... We laugh, but it's so terrible. It is. <laughs> But the very, very next day, a bigger dumpster fire erupted, I feel like, because I guess it's a good dumpster fire and a bad dumpster fire, because because, um, body waxers and um, hairstylists could go back to work. Yeah, like literally the day after. The day after. And they didn't give any warning. No, it was like, okay, you guys can go back. It's fine. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thanks for the warning, I guess. They did give us some guidelines, or like I like to call considerations. Yeah, because that's all they said was consider wearing a mask and consider... So nothing was really like you had to do anything. Yeah. It was just like consider it, which I, I think we did a good job considering some things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, but then whoever wrote those guidelines, um, I want to meet and have... A thorough talking to because with them because it just okay firstly there's so us estheticians who do anything that um has to do with the face we still can't work on people yeah and it was funny because sarah our um social media manager um she's like you know but us hairstylists we touch the face all the time yeah She's so, a she's a, a cosmetologist. Yeah, she's a cosmetologist, and so there's a line in there saying like, "Well, you can't do services where uh, the beauty uh, provider um, and the client cannot wear masks at the same time." For example, eyelash extensions, which that, that does doesn't not, make sense. It doesn't me. make sense to me either. I, I feel could, like you could clearly wear a mask. Yeah, and your client could wear a mask and get their eyelashes put on. Yeah, the mask doesn't go over the damn face. Yeah, over the eyes. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But then <laughs> but then they said some waxing, and then finally they said body waxing, and then they retracted that. Oh, did they retract it? They retracted it, and then they came back saying, like, oh, well, yeah, you can, but it's still a gray area. So body waxers are back to work because they really haven't, like, officially said so just So they kidding. can wax everything except for Except the for face. the face. Okay. And then spray tanning, too. So I'm going back to work this Friday. I'm only doing it two days Yay. a week. Woohoo! I'm so excited to just like be out. Um, but yeah, but then this craziness happened this week. Well, it happened last week, but with all the riots and stuff too, it's just what more can 2020 <laughs> burn it all? Come down. on, <laughs> what you got, 2020? <laughs> Yeah, it's just kind of crazy, but I don't know. I'm still trying to look at the positives on my end and just, uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of negativity out there, but, you know, as an esthetician, I like making things beautiful and I like looking at the positives. Yeah. And so I've really been trying to cling through that, and even though it's definitely been a roller coaster of emotions, I think, yeah. for everybody in our industry. And I think some are holding it together better than others. And, um, I just hope everybody can can keep it together a little bit Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Although it's really sad, though, too, because I follow a lot of, um, like like you, we follow a lot of 
estheticians and cosmetologists on Instagram. And <clears throat> it's really sad because a lot of people um, in Southern California, I, I lived in La Mesa, which is close to San Diego, and that it's it's burnt down and there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of pictures of a lot of spas and um like beauty parlors and they're just absolutely thrashed from the rioting it's crazy so there's a lot of gofundme accounts and stuff to help them those people who've i mean we even talked about it today like because we've had some um reports of right some some rioting yeah happen in our town and um I was like, oh, no, is someone going to try to, like, put a rock through our window today? Like, and try to take our, I like, know. loot yeah. us? Like, that's scary as yeah, a business owner. it is. We're fortunately kind of tucked back where I think we're going to be, we're going to be safe here. Yeah. But, oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine being, uh, being on yeah. Main Street and losing our business. I can't, especially, especially if you came through this whole COVID-19 and you came through okay, yeah. you know? And then you go back to work and just like a couple weeks later, uh oh, (laughs) microphone's going crazy. (laughs) Uh, You know, you you come back to work and then your shop is demolished because of writing. It's just insane. But yeah, it's it's crazy. So if you see anybody with GoFundMe accounts. Yeah, if you see any, let me send me some links. Yeah, for sure. I'll try to find some and post it on our on our podcast and insta just to help out our brethren but yeah yeah anything else you wanna i don't know i'm just holding on to the day that we <laughs> no. get the full okay we can do it because like for me i i you know my majority of my services is, is the face right you know i do do some body waxing but that's not really my clientele yeah. so you know i'm just still sitting tight over here just waiting for the okay same let's, let's do it yeah it's ridiculous uh okay anyway let's get into our topic (laughs) no more debbie downer stuff um so cosmetology school graduating and becoming a new licensee can be a very scary thing to navigate um because it's pretty much you're getting pushed out of the nest and you're learning how to fly and I know that a whole bunch of my uh, instructors kept on telling myself in my class, like, go into a salon or a spa and just study everything that you can, work there for a year, mm-hmm. at the very least. Because I know, like, I know I was one of those people where I'm like, I'm just going to open something up, like, right away. And thank God I didn't because it, it's more work than just getting a place and buying all the yeah, stuff. I don't think I would have been able to hang doing the business end of it and the service side of it at first. I feel like that would have probably been yeah. a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, my personal, I worked for I think 2012 to 2016 for employers. Yeah. Um, and I gained so much experience and I made a lot of mistakes on someone else's dime. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, because there's some things that you have to absorb as a business owner. And, like, if you're an employee, like, you don't, like, yeah, yeah. you might get a schooling or, like, a, hey, don't do that right. again. Yeah. Like, but but you also get that protection, too, when you get a client um, complaining about you or if you do something wrong. Yeah. You know, you have that. It's kind of on their name. Right. And you have them backing you, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, on top of that. And you kind of want that being you because you are going to make mistakes and you are going to, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do something wrong. And I, I remember being very thankful that I had my bosses at the time backing me. Um, but also just, you know, seeing how to handle clients and yeah, you know, I think I learned a lot, um, by having some good mentors too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely had some that weren't so great. And then I had some that were amazing. And I learned so much from, you know, even just from like learning how to do uh, like confirmation stuff and um, booking appointments and how to rebook people. Like yeah. that invaluable stuff that you, you can learn from from others that have been in the industry. Like right. <laughs> how, to, how to check out your client and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, same. And I was lucky, again, to mention Sarah, which we will have on here because she's an amazing person. Yeah, she's ball. Yeah, she is. Um, all right. <laughs> she and I worked together um, 
at a local salon and she taught me everything about you know social media and like promoting yourself and hey like maybe do a like a referral program and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so it was because she was kind of my mentor like okay maybe we should do it this way or whatever that but um I know that we both have worked at some shady places (laughs) and we're taking advantage and that's yeah. that's another thing. I, I feel like it's like always a war story between anybody that's seasoned in this beauty industry like so tell me about that first salon that you yeah, exactly. <laughs> how uh-huh. did they screw you over but I think the the main yeah, thing if with they're having you like give hand and arm massage with foot cream you probably yeah that's are disgusting are you kidding me i'm not kidding oh you. my god it was like this disgusting. peppermint smelling stuff and i was like i can't rub this on people's yeah. hands, and, hands mm. and arms i mean it i'm sure it would have been fine but i was yeah, like but still this says foot cream on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> just put some duct tape over that and just you know right hand cream oh that's gross yeah no i i think i worked at two places where it ended semi badly um i went I worked at a spa, mm-hmm. um, and it's a big name brand spa, so obviously I'm not going to tell you what it was, but, um, <laughs> you know, of course it sounded really good at the moment, like, okay, yeah, you're going to make this commission, and it's great, you're going to be the only esthetician, so you're going to get a lot of, like, business, mm-hmm. and come to find out, yeah, I was the only esthetician, but the cosmetologists, um, were not very happy that I was I was um, hired and so all of my like my brushes and stuff because they didn't supply you know equipment um, for me I had to bring mine in I'd always find mine by the trash can on the floor whenever I came in (laughs) yeah yeah and the manager would not do anything about it and then I worked there for two weeks and so finally payday came and (laughs) For 14 days of working, I made $12. And yeah, no. Yeah. So I was like, hey. It was just commission only. It wasn't even that. It was, I don't, it was some bull crap. (laughs) I don't know. I can't even, yeah, I couldn't explain to you the math, but he, yeah, it was horrible. So I walked out of there because I can't, I can't, $12 for 14 days. Are you kidding me? Like, what the hell? Um, And then, uh, I worked for another um, place, and this was a big. This was like like a corp, like a corporate kind of or a chain. Yeah, or corporate. Something? Yeah, like, like corporate chain in the mall type situation, hmm. like a big store where there's a salon in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I almost worked for them. Yeah, thank God you didn't. Yeah, because it was bad. It was it was bad. Um, my sister in law ended up working there for a year, and she had the same complaints, but. Wow. She yeah, yeah she stuck I think it out being taken advantage of on the pay on the pay level too is mm-hmm. huge. Um, yeah, that's something that I definitely was taken advantage of in my first job, and mm-hmm. and then like there was some other shady stuff paying me, you know, personal checks or paying me in cash, which you know sounds great to me. Well, like yeah, I, you know, yeah. okay. And I was young at the was time. Was it a front for the mom? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We don't want to speculate on that one. I'm not sure, but the, the foot cream and the and just the lack of product, like, it was weird. Like, yeah. there wasn't, like, she didn't really buy product, like, back bar. She had, like, and she never bought back bar size. She always bought retail size. Like, it was like she like didn't really. Like, the cheapest really, way it, to. It was like she really didn't even have an account with the, with oh, the skincare weird. company. And she just was, like, buying, ordering it offline, like, a customer or something. Like That's I, weird. And I was the only esthetician. Yeah. And the rest were massage therapists. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, <sighs> my room kept changing. Every time I'd come in there, I would be in a different room. They're like, oh, you're in annoying. this room today. And they'd like have moved all the stuff. That's weird. That's yeah. really weird. I, I don't know. That's and the furniture was weird, too. Like, she had me ha- have, like, set up my, my station, like, uh. on a fabric um, ottoman kind of cube cubed ottoman thing yeah that's weird and i was like i was like i don't know about this yeah, and i kept coming home and and i was young at the time like um i mean 
I graduated from beauty school when I was 18, so yeah. I was young, and yeah. I, you know, I'd only worked a couple other places yeah. in food industry, so I didn't know, like, right. if this was normal, and then I remember coming home and, like, saying, like, I don't know, it just kind of feels weird there, <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of asking, like, just not even people who are in the beauty industry, just, like, normal people are like, right. no, that doesn't that's sound normal. Not, that's not normal. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, that's not cool. But I worked at another place, and this is another thing that I hear a lot of, and I'm glad I'm not the only one that kind of fell for it, but I worked at uh, another place, and it was commission, which was like a step up from being an employee. So I was really excited about that. Right. So I made my own, you know, schedule and – but I had to pay for all of my products. Like, mm-hmm. I I paid for it, and I I think this, the commission wasn't that much. It was like thirty so percent. They're using your product, right? Yeah, yeah. And I paid for all the product, but and the services I only got like thirty percent commission. Like that, it Ooh, just yeah, yeah, it was bad. But at the time. You know, that the place that I worked, I'm still friends with almost every single one that, like, we all jump ship very close to each other. Like, we, I, I was the first to jump ship, and then everybody else did. But um, at the time, I was like, well, she's my friend, and, like, she knows what she's doing, because, of course, I didn't. I yeah. thought that was normal, but, you know, I, I was scraping by, like, oh, God, I can't, like, I can't buy this cleanser. Like, I can't even freaking fill my gas tank up, yeah. you know, and so... That that definitely was so a lesson. it's not normal to have to buy your own product no. and work for an employer. Correct. Yeah. And then to take all your money right. off of your work <laughs> and your product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like... I uh, would say I would opt for to rent instead. Right. But at that time... Possible. Yeah, but at that time, and everybody feels this way before you go out on your own is holy shit, I can't go out on my own. That's so expensive. Yeah. But once you take, like, once you take that leap and rent or whatever, it's like, holy crap, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, I'm making yeah. all this money. But, um, yeah, like, that's, like, I think, I feel yeah. like. I just wanted to reiterate that so people knew, like, that's not normal. No, it's not. To have not. to buy your own product. It's not. If you work commissioned, it's it's the salon or spa's responsibility to buy that for you. Yeah. You like, because, let's face it, if you product is expensive it's expensive and so it yeah so it just it makes me so mad thinking about it but it's just it's a lesson it's a learning lesson we all kind of have to go through some of those but hopefully the goal of this episode is to prevent everyone else from making some of these mistakes (laughs) listen to our follies (laughs) and don't repeat it yeah yeah so i um I definitely suggest either being an employee. Like this is this is how I f- I feel it should be: become an employee, then for, become for a for somebody, a, yeah for somebody who's going to treat you fairly, right? And do it just for a little bit, and then graduate to commission. And then once you get comfortable with that, because that kind of loosens the reins, you're in charge of your own person. You know, you're in charge of your own schedule and what you do and who you see. And then when you feel comfortable enough, then you go out on your own. But I I strongly recommend not doing that, uh, not going out on your own until at least you have a year under your belt. Yeah, I think you learn a lot in that first year. Yeah. Um, I kind of like my strategy for um, before I started my own business was to work a lot of places. Yeah. So I kind of was like, I want to learn a lot of different things. So where, what places can I work to learn different things? So, yeah. you know, I started off learning a lot about makeup and worked at a store that supplied a lot of makeup. And I, you know, would be on the floor offering to, you know, I was like, let me, let me do your face. Let me test everything. Yeah. What do you want to try? I'll put it all yeah, on yeah. for you. And I technically, honestly, I don't think I was really supposed to be doing <laughs> yeah, that. Whatever. But I just was like, I just want to learn makeup. Yeah. And I want to play. Yeah. yeah. And so I worked there for a while. And then I was like, okay, I really want to get into facials. And I really want to just like learn everything about this, this, you know, different skincare products. And um, so then I, you know, worked a place where that was 
Well, I did was skincare facials. Yeah. And um, I took away a lot of um, things from that because that the job at the time was very sales, like commission too. So like I actually made more money selling products than I actually did like doing the services. Right. So I learned a lot of sales, which has really helped me that, now yeah. in business for sure. Um, and then I decided to, from there, I wanted to go and I wanted to learn um, more about waxing. And I wanted to get really proficient in waxing. So I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go go wax. And I waxed for a while and yeah. got, got good at it, got fast at it. And then I was like, okay, I really want to learn more like medical kind of aesthetics or more like yeah. result driven, not like kind of like fluffy, fluffy, fluffy yeah. like yeah. relaxing because that's what more I was doing at the beginning with facials um and I was able to learn a lot more just kind of like how the skin really functions yeah. and like um get into some good products um learn some different services that yeah have been really fun and then by that point I was like all right I feel like I'm ready like to make the next step right and at that point then I went on to learn um, permanent makeup and um, was able to with that I felt like that gave me the confidence to go and launch launch my own business yeah. but I I strategically kind of like was like I just need to work all these different places yeah. so that way I could learn well and yeah and that's and that's one way of looking at it too don't become complacent and just you know learn everything yeah you know? and there's like I learned so many different lessons from each employer and I and I worked each place for about a year some places I worked you know over a year two years and yeah for so and then I got to the point where I was like when you get that feeling where you're not being challenged or you're not learning anything anymore that's when I was like okay I'm ready yeah like, yeah I've you know I crushed this now I'm moving on to the next right what do we go what do we learn now yeah that's actually pretty cool that's very cool like I that's and you know what that actually reminds me too because when I don't know um, cause we both went to Hostley. I'll tell you guys my school story here in a second, but I ended up at Hostley. You were at Hostley. Yeah. At the time it was called Career Beauty Academy. Yeah. 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 Um, but you, did you have Miss Shelly? Yeah. I love Miss Shelly. Okay. She's bomb at makeup. Yeah. She's amazing. And I remember, and it has always stuck with me and I, 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 I believe it is that when you are a fresh licensee, You've, you know, you graduated cosmetology school, you just got your license, you are super valuable at that point because mm -hmm. you have learned the newest thing out there, you know? You've gotten the most up-to-date education. So you, as a, a new licensee, are very, very valuable to an employee or, you know, wherever you're going to work because, like I said, you have the all the fresh stuff. Yeah. And so... You know, you have a lot of power in your hands, too, when you're looking for a job. So, you know, that should help, you know, yeah. give you confidence to like, hey, yeah, like I'm, I'm up to date. And also, like you said, when you were working all those jobs, like don't don't, you know, just get stuck in, you know, doing facials or whatever. Keep going with continued education, because mm -hmm. I, I know when I start to get bored with something, it's like, OK, it's time to take a class. Yeah. It's time to take a class. And then every time I take a class, it kind of lights a fire under my butt and I become more inspired to do, you know, something else or change something else or change something up, I yeah. should say, with, you know, services that I do. So, yeah, I totally agree. <clears throat> Further education is huge. I remember we used to have the Dermal Institute here in Sacramento. Yeah, um, yeah. And I did a lot of classes there mm -hmm. at, when I got out of um, school. Um, I try to, I mean, I try to take as many classes as I could just cause I yeah. just wanted, I wanted to know all the knowledge. Um, right. And then I don't think they're there anymore though. I, I think they're so. moved. Yeah. I think they moved. I think they're still, maybe not. I'm going to have to look. Yeah. Now. We're going to have to look that up, but yeah. that's a really good resource. And then I remember I would drive down into, um, like the daily city area and I would take some classes, um, when I was wanting to learn more about like medical kind of aesthetics. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, a more like result driven and just right. more sciencey about the skin. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the name of the school up right now, but that would be another good resource for people too. Yeah. Like, there's so many classes. Well, so many free classes out oh, there available yeah. too. Like it's not even funny. Well, and then the other thing I was just thinking about is like this was back like 
before like youtube was like you know around but it just wasn't like a super like popular it like yeah. it is now and i'll say like with permanent makeup i actually like i've taken a lot of classes with permanent makeup but i also love youtube yeah like Every now and then, I'm like, when I just need to get, like, my confidence up or just yeah. want to, like, see someone else's technique, I'm like, I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm just going to search, you know, and see who's doing what and, like, yeah. what their technique is. Heck, yeah. Use YouTube. Dude, YouTube's a great, like, just place to, you can learn anything on YouTube. I mean, YouTube. you still need to get your, your schooling. Well, your yeah. That's <laughs> just something to help. But, yeah, it's just such a great learning area. Yeah, it really is. Um and I remember, I know, like, we, sorry, like, my brain is, I'm so ADD today. It's not <laughs> even funny. Like, seriously, like, so ADD. Oh. But it's funny that, because um, we, I know when I had students in here, and I remember saying it, too, um, when I had students in my old studio before we mm-hmm. came um, in here together, I always told my, I shouldn't call my students, my people um, who are students, um, screw up on someone else's dime. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we, we, I think we both came out here and we're like, yeah, yeah just work someone else yeah. somewhere else. And um, sorry, I know we said that earlier, but it just popped up. Again, ADD, guys. I'm just like everywhere today. Yeah, but make some mistakes Yeah, under someone well, else's. And, and I think, I, I, I know why I mentioned that again, is I think that's very, very important because before you go out on your own, um, even before you go out on like working commission, get like all the f up like the major f ups like out yeah. of your system of course now i'm not saying i am guilty of burning someone's face with the peel See? when i was new like yeah. not their whole face but definitely like a spot and it was something that a more seasons that esthetician would have realized like that yeah yeah and, and it wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. yeah but for me you know the lighting was off and i wasn't i wasn't paying attention yeah. like i should have been yeah. I, you know and it happened. Unfortunately, right. my boss backed me and um, like took care of it. Ended up like comping the, the client. Yeah. Like it was on their dime. Yeah, and see, and that's that's why you want. Now, I'm not saying that you and, and they I also talked the client down off the ledge and stuff see, too. And, and I didn't have to deal with any. That's of a that. great example because that would suck if like you you just started and you're gung ho and then you do that yeah. and then you're on your own. But I, I'm definitely not saying that you and I, you or I don't ever screw up because we're all human and we all oh, screw yeah. up. But when you're, uh, what do they call it? A greenhorn. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> new. When okay. you're new. Um, you're green around the gills. I guess. You, I don't know. I, okay, I watch I like too it. much Discovery Channel. Okay. <laughs> but when you're new. Mm-hmm. um. You definitely, you're a little more nervous touching people, working on people. Um, so you're more apt to make more Errors. screw ups. Yeah. yeah. And so it's good to have people behind you mm-hmm. and, you know, having your back. And hopefully, hopefully you choose a place that has a great, you know, <clears throat> staff and boss and all yeah. that. But, you know, um, you want that support when just so you know how to handle it too because that's a very important thing too like um yeah and you know you're in a really good spot when your boss like shows you how to handle it like leads by example yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and those those people definitely stick out to me yeah yeah and those are the people who i emulate now in my business right and that exactly exactly that actually kind of segues into my other point is that when it so let's say okay you worked you know in a salon or spa or whatever you're an employee then you graduate to you know um commission um even if you're commission or renting or whatever you're new to it do not discount your work oh, don't yeah. do it yeah. don't give free services to your friends family yeah no it's like the you definitely don't want to do that yeah I unfortunately did that you know I ended up giving away a lot of free services a lot of deeply deeply discounted services and I hurt myself I want to say I sent myself back six months to a year Um, I only do that for loyal customers who are returning customers right I've you know now fortunately have like an automated marketing thing but it sends it'll send a coupon out to somebody when they've come and seen me already, right. you know, many times. Like, yeah. It's not just a, you know, discount every every time kind yeah. of thing. And 
it's kind of a loyalty program right more than a discount program you know yeah I and I know that uh, there's a lot of um I think there's two sides like there are some people that are like don't ever discount like me like I mean give there's only special there's a rarity that I give someone a discount. Yeah. And then there's those that are like, discount everything all the time. Yeah, no, no. No. I only discount certain services when I do send out that coupon, too. Like yeah. It's only limited to certain certain things. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I think making boundaries with that. But definitely don't discount your work. No, don't do it. Especially your facials and, and stuff because that's expensive. Like, right. I mean, cost per service, yeah. your product, your yeah. back bar, especially when you're using good you know, products, right. you're spending a lot of money on well, that. Plus, and I, I don't think that a lot of people take this into account, too, is your brain power is worth it. Yeah. How, yeah. how much did you spend on cosmetology school? You know, how much how much time did you spend studying and taking tests mm-hmm. and taking further education? Your brain is worth it. And your effort and your time, like, time is money. And yeah. so... um. Yeah, so it, it took me a while when I started out on my own to figure that one out. Um, and plus, you know, if you have prices that are not discounted, I feel like you attract more clients because the client, I don't know about you, but when I look for services like that, you know, um, I'll go, oh, you know, it's that service is $150 and then this service is like $75. i am going to go to the $150 one because she knows what the frick she's doing yeah it almost like it's like oh she's valuable like yeah not saying you should like have outrageous prices but you definitely don't sell yourself short right yeah i mean like for okay this is a good example and i i feel like i did it the right way um with lashes um i did not do a groupon oh my god groupon um (laughs) i we all have a groupon story I don't know if we want to talk about it here <laughs> like an actual episode on Groupon oh my god um but I digress so when I started doing lashes of course I I practiced on my dummy <clears throat> my dummy head and then as I got confident I started on human beings and so mm-hmm. once I started getting confident on human beings aka my mother and my close friends who didn't care if I glued their eyeballs shut <laughs> um then I set my prices like I I charged, I think, $80 for a full set. And then after like a month or two, I saw myself get better. So then I inflated my cost and I inflated my cost. I still inflate my cost because, yeah. I, mean, I mean, now it's just like a lot of time have now. to. But yeah, so like if you could do it that way, but um, I definitely wouldn't like go out and, you know, go okay I'm gonna do a facial for $35 like no (laughs) the other thing that I want to say too just um in pricing yourself Mm -hmm. just as an industry like you need to be courteous of everybody else right oh my god yes because you can't just be like discounting your prices I mean people probably like we said aren't going to see the value in that and probably aren't going to show up as many except for the ones that are looking for the deals and the discounts, well, which those are usually the clients that, yeah. no offense, have give us the most trouble. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're invited. Let me – I'm sorry to, for interrupting you, but when you set low prices, you're not only hurting your fellow uh, beauty brethren uh, in a radius around you, but <clears throat> you're also inviting troublesome clients. Yes, 100%. <clears throat> Yeah. But I definitely think, like, that's the thing. Like, even, like, my husband, he works in the pool industry. Yeah. And, like, they even have, like, a group that that all, like, comes together. And they're, like, these are, like, this is kind of our price range. You guys need to stay within this price range, like, as an industry. Yeah. As a whole of an industry. Yeah. And, like, when he told me that, I was, like, that is so true. Yeah. And so, like, um, I always look around, like, what are other estheticians charging in this area? And am I being fair um, in charging what I'm charging. I even look at that for like, to, like making sure that I'm not charging too high, you yeah, know? Oh, definitely. Like I yeah. look at what other people are charging for services and make sure that yeah. we all are kind of you yeah. know, right within the same, same area, right. you know, it might be a couple dollars here or there, but like we all are charging pretty much, um, especially for our, like the experience level, like look at right. people who are kind of of the same experience yeah. level as you yeah. are providing the s- same services as you. Yeah. Um, and see what they're charging and yeah. stay within Do that. your research. 
most definitely that's another really good point I'm glad you pointed that out because that's yeah you don't and that's just kind of when you lowball your prices and if you're doing like if you're doing it unintentionally that's one thing but if you're doing it intentionally you need to revisit your plan yeah <laughs> because i kind of noticed like when i was starting in permanent makeup there's a lot of people in the permanent makeup industry yeah. that charge super super low mm-hmm. and i understand that they're like new and they're learning and they just really need to get people in to you know kind of practice on honestly right but you also like that was something that kind of just really rubbed me wrong it was like dude we just went out and spent thousands and thousands of dollars right. to like go through all this training we yeah. just spent thousands of dollars on all of our equipment our mm-hmm. pigment everything that we put in you know it's like it all adds up and then you're charging like 50 dollars for a pair of brows that you know like yeah what yeah like you value yourself yeah. more and stop stop like stepping on other artists feet because then people come in they're like well so-and-so's doing this for this much and it's like yeah dude look at the industry standard right exactly i yeah and (laughs) even for me coming in as a new permanent makeup artist i was i charged on the lower end coming in coming in you know i mean and that's because i wanted to get people in exactly but i also still never went down below a certain number because i was like that's just not fair to anybody else yeah yeah, I agree. I mean, I know when, because I, I'll be honest, when I first started out, like when I set my prices, it definitely was way too cheap. And the caliber of person that would come and book, um, very troublesome, always, you know, no showed me, um, would. Just not really accountable clients, it seems Right, like. yeah, exactly. And it just didn't really f- make me feel good. Yeah, no. And Those then, are the days that you just are like, oh, I feel like drained. I again, feel just like yeah. taken advantage of. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, I, on one hand, I'm happy that I went through that because it's a lesson learned. But I'd hate for people to go through that too, you know. Yeah. So just like Emma said, value yourself, value your time, value your brain power. It's just you went through school, you know. Use use that use yeah. that knowledge. I mean, you went to school to you know, learn a really cool trade, but also to make money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's be real here. Um, so yeah, like it's, yeah. And when you have your prices set right and fair, you're going to attract that, those clients that, right. You know, that yeah. we're going to value you right? and value your time. Yeah. I have to say I've been in business for myself. Oh, gosh, you and I started on our, um, um, to, we didn't start together, but we started on our own around the same time. Yeah. Um, and I, around that time is when I built my uh, clientele base and I love my people. Yeah. Like I've attracted mm-hmm. really good people and I know you have too. Yeah. And so just, it took a while to get there. Yeah. But. I remember <laughs> there's like a couple people who kind of challenged me, like especially on oh, brows yeah. because like, I mean, let's face it. The brows are kind of an investment. They are, and, yeah. And um, a but, good investment. But they're a great investment. And they, they really are. They last for so you know so yeah, long. You yeah. don't have to mess with them. Wake right. up, and they're perfect. But anyways, um, what was I saying? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, ADD brain is affecting you too. <laughs> I, look, I was gonna say a couple clients like challenged me on um, like I mean not even they didn't even come in they're not, I want to say they're not clients they're people who called me on the phone right. and, yeah. and and you know they're just they're asking me questions yeah. you know um you know what do you do like what can you do for me how much do you charge and then I tell them how much I charge and they're yeah. like what and I'm like yeah. yeah have you shopped around yeah hello you know yeah and they're like well so-and-so down here says they're gonna do it for that well then like, go see them I'm like well there you go you know you what? get what you pay go, for you're gonna get what you pay for exactly yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, too. <clears throat> pardon me. Um, is that, OK, when I first started out on myself again, I had Groupon. God, mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of people um, taking advantage of me because of the Groupon, um, because it was so darn cheap. Yeah. And so I um, I had this lady. Um, she paid fifteen dollars for a spray tan, which is a freaking steal, if you ask me. She came in, paid, you know, did the group on. A week later, she called me and she's like, I'd like to make an appointment. Okay. She's like, I only have $15 though. And usually group ons are for like one, like yeah, one, one time, time only. Yeah. So of course me wanting the, um, 
the client. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And she kept doing it. She'd call me and go, well, I'm only paying $15. Like you let me pay 50. And so, you know, that's another thing that you need to be mindful of too, is that if you keep on giving discounts, they're going to expect it every time. Right. You're not going to ever be profitable. Right. And you're going to be, and that person put yourself out of business. Right. And that person, you don't want clients that don't value you. Yeah. Well, that's why I was saying like the people who call me on the phone and say that it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah. price. Yeah. I know it's not going to change for, yeah. for you because you complained. Right. Yeah. And I think... You're not my client. Then. Right. You're not my <laughs> client yet. I've had numerous people always, especially with I mean, lashes. I don't technically say that directly well, out, be but, nice. but in my head, yeah. you know, I'm right. thinking that like, okay. I, I think I only said that to I one person. I value myself enough. Right. I, I think I've only said that to like, all right, go there, get what you pay for. Because I was at the end of my rope. Don't be at the end of your rope, guys. <laughs> like, that's not nice. But, I mean, it, it she pushed me yeah. to it. But um, in my yeah. head, I'm always thinking, like, well, I fix cheap brows. Yeah. So I I'll do see a lot you. Of correction. So yeah. when, you, when you're ready to come back, you yeah. end up paying, you know, twice as much because you've wasted your money. Yeah. <laughs> I I get, you know, I get Which the I same. don't laugh. It's sad. It's messed up. It, it is. But, I mean, mm, again, yeah, it is. It is. It's their choice, big time. Um, but a lot of people wanted me to tell my, my stupid school story. So. All right, let's hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. It's been um, a while. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I, I am, I shouldn't have drank like, I think I drank like four cups of coffee. Oh, today. I thought you were going to say you're like drinking something else. Oh, I was no. Like, I didn't tell. No. Smelling no. on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. So I, uh, started, cosmetology school going through the aesthetics program I started at the school it's called the academy which is no more um I started that I was doing night classes and so one day I get a call from my friend saying you need to come to school like now and I'm like it's only like noon like I don't start until five like what's going on she goes no you need to get here they're shutting down the school so I go there. Yeah. So I stay until eight so I could get my hours in. And at that time, I only had 300 hours. Like, so it's like the school shut down in the middle, like directly like, in the middle. Like, like, run, like run out of money and had to close? Or? I'm not exactly sure. It No one really knows why. Okay. I just, but they just closed their they doors. They just, just closed like their doors. No warning. Yeah. So then I found another school. We're, we're in the Sacramento area and I found a another school in the Sacramento area. I'm not going to mention yeah, this name. Yeah, it under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it was a, another school that had night uh, classes. And at the time, my kids were very small. And so my husband worked days. And so I could go to school at night. So I went there. I went for there for a total of six days and decided I hated it. <clears throat> it was not a match for me. Plus, I had to drive like an hour and a half every day each way. So it sucked. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I found Haas Lee. I, I feel like we could mention Hosley. Yeah, I feel like yeah. We're saying nice things about Hosley, a.k.a. Beauty. Was it? It was Career, Career Beauty. Beauty Academy when yeah. I graduated. And then it was like a couple months later, um, I think Hos- well, Hosley, while I was in beauty school, unfortunately, the old school burned down. R- yes. And yeah. so um, they, I guess they merged together. Yeah, they did. Because that was a sister school. Yeah. That burnt down. Yeah. So, I mean, it... it the story is not really dramatic, but I went to three different schools. And so it, but I guess my point is this, is that I got to go through three different curriculums mm-hmm. and it was just very, very interesting how different the curriculums were. Yeah. And so if you are in the Sacramento area, oh my God. Yeah, we could do this. Um, I suggest going to Hosley because they're, I feel like their, their education, their educational program is in my opinion, opinion, bar none. Yeah, I remember touring a few other um, <laughs> schools, and I was between um, the one that I think that you only spent six days uh-huh, at, yeah, and, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then um, Hosley Career yeah. Academy. Um, and I just fell in love with Career Beauty Academy because I just, like, I went in there thinking that I was going to go to school for hair and aesthetics, mm-hmm. and I talked to the hair person at the time, the teacher, they were cool, um, but then I talked to the, t- the, the two teachers, um, at, at yeah. Mosley, Miss one, I, one Miss I, yeah, and Miss I, and Miss Shelley, and I just instantly was like, "Oh my God!" Like, yeah. these women have so much that like yeah. they can teach me, and I was so drawn 
um, to Miss Shelly because of her makeup, and right. I was like, "Ooh, I love makeup. I want to do makeup stuff." <laughs> I don't. Did she? Did you get the pep talk before like actually starting on your first day? Uh, from Miss Shelly. Yes. 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 <laughs> do you remember she used to always come over to your desk and kind of like put her hands on there and like talk to you, like yeah seriously yeah you're like all right oh you my god listen to her when yeah. she talks yeah oh i got yelled at by by michelle it was the scariest effing thing ever <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards she's like okay i'm done we're yeah. friends now i'm like oh I my god <laughs> yeah i know she was kind of a spitfire sometimes but yeah I, I i also love that about her yeah yeah i, really did. I did i you know both <laughs> <laughs> i don't think miss i is there anymore but i really yeah. loved her too and like she was so like she was I mean, she's just like a strong woman. Yeah. But she's also just so kind. Yes. And just yeah. like nurturing. I think that's why I really liked the the duo, Michelle and Miss I too, because again, I went to three different schools and I went through so many instructors and those two I don't know, there was just something about I hope how we're okay talking I about I hope so. Them. I'm pretty sure we are. <laughs> If not, I'll ask. If you hear this, hi. Hi, yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, we're going off on a tangent. But yeah, no, I really I really liked how they taught. Like, they, they were in-depth and they... And the curriculum. Let's go back to the, the curriculum. The curriculum, yeah. And how they had it set up where we had the spa, you know, spa downstairs and we had our classroom upstairs. Right, yeah. And I liked that it was separate because we were able to, like, really focus on you know, in the classroom yeah. with books and learning and, you know, um, doing all of our exercises and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then going downstairs to the spa and then, like, you know, putting it into action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I re- Yeah. I feel like, man, now I'm, I'm questioning myself. Should we, like, be – if not, we're going to have to beep out all of the beep. names. <laughs> I'm like, beep, beep. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god uh, yeah but um yes so going back to being a new licensee and graduating cosmetology school it, it definitely can be a, a scary but I mean this is the time to screw up and to learn and um not purposely though. not purpose like not I'm, yeah <laughs> no like don't be like frying people's faces off let's not do that but um also how to handle clients and I'm not saying like all clients are mean or anything like that, but you're going to get that one or two client and you won't know how to handle them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the time to really watch your seasoned peers, you know, handle it. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't say the word handle. Yeah. Not handle. I mean, like just handle the situation. Yeah. Like maybe like what's the word? Like calm the situation. Yes. Yeah. Um, if the client's maybe upset, maybe just like talk them down. Yeah. Like yeah. Them around and, and, you know, and do what you can. Um, right. To make it right. To yeah. make it right. Yeah. I guess this is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Make it right and make it so they leave happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there, there are going to be those, you know, those moments and it's definitely smart to have someone at your back until you're confident enough to to handle it yourself yeah there I, I go using the word handle again mm-hmm. but I really like learning um kind of about just like how to walk your client out yeah and how yeah. to rebook your clients yeah. I think that's huge mm-hmm. um is learning that like that those conversations that you should be having because those are the kind of things when you do go out on your own you need to know because right. you need to be you need to be able to grow your clientele and keep your clientele exactly and so those are some of the things that I think were just like so valuable that I picked up along the way um, I you know even just like working at some of the, like the more like chain kind of yeah. structured because they have such strict pro- protocols and like ways and scripts even yeah. that they are like you need to say this and do this and this right and you're like oh my god this is like so stupid but in reality they're you, so you right it. and it works yeah. and you can kind of tweak it to make it your own but right. like I know that like I worked at this one place um, for a couple years and that was the biggest thing that I did pick up was how to rebook my client and um and how to sell them product. Right. Yeah. That's an important thing. 
I mean, because if I know with me, I know you're really good at it. But with me, I still am not like confident enough, not confident. Like I'm just not comfortable like out and out going, hey, would you like this? Like, do you want to buy this? And you're just so smooth and like. Well, I think like the thing like behind it that you really need to like just kind of like put in your head is that like you're doing this to help them. It's not that you're doing this because you want them to buy all your product and you're like money, money, money. Like, no, like there's like you see a concern of theirs and you give them a solution. Yeah. You know, like you're offering your client a solution. Like when you're selling them a serum, like I I used to always like, I'm only going to sell like people cleansers and moisturizers because they're cheap, you know? But I would never like go to sell them the treatment products. And then when I got confident to be like, hey, yeah, this product is a little bit more money than, yeah, but it's you know, worth it. Yeah. But I'm just like, I would bathe in this if I could. Yeah. Like, I love this product and I know yeah. you're going to love it too because you have this and this and this going on in your skin and you told me that those are the areas that you yeah. wanted to work on. Like, try it out. Yeah. I th- that's when And then they come back in and they're like, oh my God, I yeah. love this serum. I wish I was using it, you know, yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing. That's one thing that I told myself I work on this year is yeah. working on having more retail in my little spot. And, yeah, you know. because it's, it, you're like, you really are, you're helping the clients yeah. by giving them the right products. And too, like, I used to catch myself suggesting products that I didn't even have on my retail yeah, shelf. I do that all the and it's time. like, why am I like not selling something that's the same or comparable to yeah. that I can, you know, offer my clients it's more convenient for them because they're in here anyway right. seeing me it's easier for them to, to buy it directly they don't have to go me. hunt it down somewhere else exactly yeah and a lot of times they don't have to pay for shipping too yeah yeah which is cool yeah yeah that's that's a good point too yeah. so you're offering them a solution by by offering a retail line for them I like how you say that that's like because i didn't even think about from that perspective yeah see i learned something today too. <laughs> i love it <laughs> Yeah. So I think that's like all the points that I had down. Um, Can you think of anything else for our new licensees? No, I think that like the two things that I really wanted to to talk about, I think we we addressed. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I liked kind of working a couple different places, learning some stuff. Yep. Also that I, I will say this going back to that topic about working a couple different places too it also gives you an opportunity to kind of find your niche and find what you yeah. actually like within the industry. Yeah. That, and that's the thing too, because with our, with our, with estheticians, you could go anywhere with this. Yeah. There's, we have so many different things that yeah. we can do. And I think a lot of times like, um, we'll try to do it all. Right. But it's kind of is better to kind of narrow yourself down more and find your niche, find what you really enjoy doing, find what you're really good at, and just like hone in on that. And yeah. like you can still do a kind of a variety of services, but really pick your your niche. And, yeah. And uh, you kind of discover that by working all these different places yeah. and, and figuring out what you do like. Exactly. I mean, in all honesty, I didn't find my my niche until about three and a half, almost four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. So After I mean, you had already been in the industry right exactly for, like I've done like years. I did I did facials and waxing and tanning I mean tanning most definitely is my first niche like mm-hmm. I'm like Annie Oakley with that yeah, spray you're gun pretty good with the gun um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I found lashes and funny story about lashes and you could ask Sarah this too um, it was oh gosh years ago um, when I worked at that one place that I was working commission. Um, Sarah was like, you really need to learn how to do lash extensions. And this is when it was first like yeah, becoming starting. something. And I was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. It's just a fad. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And so Sarah's like, All right, no, like I'll teach you. I'm like, no, I don't want to. And then years later, I'm like, oh, maybe I should learn yeah. again. I mean, cause Sarah did originally teach me how to do it. And I was like, I'm never doing this. This is stupid. You know, it's really funny because I said the <laughs> same thing about microblading. See? Someone was like, have you considered doing microblading? Do you want to try this? Like, would you do it? And I'm like, I don't no. want anything to do with that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know why I resisted it. Because then, I I, then when I was like, all right, let me look into this a little yeah. bit more. And I was yeah. like, actually, this is good. And yeah. like, this is really fun for me. And I can be yeah. like, creative. And like, this is totally where I want to go. It's just we we both weren't ready for it. Yeah. We weren't ready for it. 
I just thought it was funny. It's like, hell yeah, no. That's it's just, like, no, I don't want to do that. I think my exact words were the Kardashians are doing it. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not, I was more no. of like, I don't want to tattoo someone's face. Yeah. Like, what if I fuck up? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right. I might have to bleep that. It's out. okay. It's fine. We're good. We're all adults here. Yeah, no, but yeah. It's, but, you know, graduate. Oh, and this is one more, one more thing, guys. Um, I know it frustrates me only because... I see how hard we all worked to get at least our diploma in aesthetics. It's very frustrating to me to see. So in my graduating class, only a handful of people are still doing aesthetics. Yeah, I would say there's yeah. a lot of people who were in my class too that I that are no longer. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I know. Okay, my mom. I'm going to throw my mom under the bus here. My mom went to Career Beauty Academy. Really? Um, is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to become a manicurist. And she went and got her license and filed it away. Yeah. And didn't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I have a friend like that who did her cosmetology. And isn't doing it. And, See, she's, and she's, I don't know, she, maybe she worked like one or one place or something. And then she was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, you spent all that time doing and that. And they just realized they didn't want it. Yeah. I but it just, it just makes me sad. Like, because yeah. I have a friend... Uh, she graduated um, way before. Not, yeah, she graduated while I was still in school. But um, she turned around and, and got a, a I don't, I don't remember. She moved and like ended up just working at a retail sh- store. Oh, yeah, I knew a girl who went. We went all the way through together, and then she never went and took her boards. Oh, I was like, what? She's like, she said she was too nervous to go take the <gasps> test. And I was like, I'll study oh, with you. Girl. What? I'm, I kept calling her, too, and being like, did you take it yeah. yet? Did you sign up? Like, where, do you have your practice book? Like, <laughs> and, and it was funny because she was always more book smart than yeah. me in school. Okay. So I was so like, she your was written like test is like, rock. boom, you know, what like. For me, I had to like, like what, yeah. for book work, I yeah. have to really work at it. So do I. Like, so really I. work at it. And I would work like twice as hard, and she would just skim through it and be like, all right, I got it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then she'd get A's on all the tests, and, you know, I have to go back and, you know, redo some. But everybody is nervous taking their board. For God's sake, when I was taking my practical, when I went to go wax my dummy head, I dropped the stick and all of my pellin. Um, you know, all over the floor, and I just remember looking at the proctor, going, oh, "Fuck!" And but I, I, I mean, I did it right because, of course, again, Miss Shelley taught us what to do in that situation. But like, I, like, literally, I was shaking so hard. Yeah. So everybody is nervous, but don't yeah. do it. I was more. I think I was more nervous about the written test, where I feel like a lot of people are flip flopped. They're more worried about the practical. I'm like, no, I got the practical muscle memory. Like, yeah, that was one thing that I. Once again, I really, really, really appreciate it about Career Beauty Academy. Oh, they yeah. were so on oh, top dude. of making sure that you were going to pass your state. That bar. <laughs> and that's when Miss Shelley became oh, a little, God. little firecracker sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because she wanted you to do good. And she wanted yes. to make sure that you passed. Yeah. And sometimes it was scary. But you know what? Yeah. It was totally Oh, hell yeah. You knew what to do. That's one thing that, like, we all, like, were saying when we were at our boards. Like, we can't disappoint Miss Shelley. Because, like, right before, like, she said it to everybody, it's 100% pass rate. And then she'd just look at you. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh okay. God. Got it. Uh, but we I should was, go visit the school. Uh, yeah, I know. We need to. Miss Shelley, we're going to call you. <laughs> I mean, she probably doesn't even remember me. She probably doesn't remember me either. But, but I remember her and I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So. I think that's all the advice we could give, but mm-hmm. I mean, we we're more than happy to bring this topic up later on down the road. Yeah, um, if there's any like more questions you yeah. want us to dive in deeper, like reach out and let us know because um, we'd love to do another yeah. episode on most definitely. On yeah, it. most definitely. That I I just was uh, trying to remember everything that all the students that came here were asking. Those yeah. were the main questions that we were getting, but. Um, yeah, so the next episode, I haven't decided what it is yet. Okay. I haven't decided. And I don't know. So yeah, it's going to be a surprise. I'll just let, let you do it. <laughs> and yeah, well, hopefully next time um, us Estes can freaking work 
Yes, that would be great. Hopefully we'll hear some good news. I really hope so. And hopefully by the time this whole thing ends, the riots are done and we've found peace. And Oh, God. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. I'm at peace. It all starts within yourself. Yep, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that'll do it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye.